problem. But before we start, um, just yeah. something I just remembered. I was listening to uh, this podcast earlier in the week, and um, so they came up with like a name for the listeners that's like based on the title of the show. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking we don't we don't have that. Yeah. We don't you have know, like a cool nickname. Is it? Is it? Um. Hmm. Is it hubris to say that I've thought about it? Oh, have you? Yeah. Um. But it seems like presumptuous to me. What? That people are listening? No. To be like, like to, I don't know. Like, it seems like you do that, like whenever you're like, you reach a certain threshold, right? Yeah. But who knows if we'll ever reach that threshold, you know? So what? Just do it ahead just, of time? Just do it anyway. Yeah. Did you have, um, like, you thought about it. Do you have any uh, off the top of your head that you came up with? Um... Yeah, so like, um, the roadies would one. be one, right? What roadies? Roadies? Uh, that, yeah, that's uh, that's okay. Because you know how like um, a band has roadies. Yeah, sure. But then there's like the whole implications of uh, <laughs> roadie culture. <laughs> what was? I didn't. Oh, I didn't know there was roadie culture. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay. Well, we don't have to get into it. Um, Wait, what is it though? They just they work for the band on tour, right? Yeah, I thought you meant more along the lines of like the um. Like the traveling fans that would travel with the band, you know that. No, that's thing. groupies. Oh, groupies. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's I think better. roadies are are like hired to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean doesn't right. doesn't fully make sense because like li- anybody listening to this isn't like employ. They they're not like our employees, right? right? But still, yeah. You don't even get paid. No. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so, like, um, a good one that is, uh, unfortunately taken by a VTuber, um, is, uh, Deadbeats. Oh, yeah, that is good. Yeah, but that's, that's the name of a, uh, a VTuber's, uh, fan group, um, What's and, the VTuber's name? Is that like a play on anything with the the VTuber? Uh, yeah, because she's a she's a reaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and she raps, so it's both oh. beats. Yeah, <laughs> great. Um, yeah, so she's got the whole thing covered. They they really plan ahead. They like debut and they already have the name for the fans because they like have a built-in audience. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. They got it. They got it covered. They're they're ahead of the now game. That that sounds presumptuous. It is, but they you know it seems <laughs> to work for them. It seems to work. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what was the other one that I came? Um, so then, so then, like a like an obvious one would just be like dead enders. Like you know, you just kind of put like a like a what's it called a suffix to the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and then one that I think is kind of just related to the entire vibe of the whole thing um, is like burnouts. Sure. You know, similar to deadbeats. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. But it's like fits the whole thing. Um, How about just the dead? <laughs> I think that's the Grateful Dead. Oh, that's the great. OK. I, I think we're verging again into some like 70s rocker territory very quickly. Um, They've had it for long enough, though. That's true. We have to take it. We have to reclaim it. Yeah, I don't want to be associated with John Mayer in any capacity. So oh, that's right. Yeah. What? Why? Why is he in the Grateful Dead? I don't know. Maybe their singer died or something. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if any of these are gonna stick. I don't. I don't think that uh, anybody's gonna start calling themselves. <laughs> gonna uh do a whole like merch line sure in association yeah. with this you know yeah 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 I'll, I'll open up a teespring there we go uh, and get that going um but uh hey all you burnouts this is the dead and road show episode 68 it's bill and ian 
Um, I want to open up with uh, some feedback we got. Uh, so this is going to be some dead letters here. Um, and uh, th- this is this is sort of a unique. Um, we got some audio feedback. We were sent a, uh, a, an audio message. <laughs> oh, I, um, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Because I didn't accidentally start playing the beginning of it before we started. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we got some feedback uh, through an audio message. Um, and uh, so let's just uh, hear what they have to say. Uh, and hopefully the volumes. Uh, okay. Hello, the Dead and Road Show. I'm contacting you once again with the deepest regret. It seems you didn't. My last correspondence to heart, you're driving away any potential maniac that would dare listen to you with every epissa. All you liberals ever talk about is oriental computer games and French movies. And if I have to hear about this Final Fantasy XIV one more time, my Final Fantasy will be me dangling from a rope in my shed. There is a vast cabal of underground jackals working to undermine our society by overflowing our plumbing with calcium deposits. But do you two numbskulls cover the biggest story of our lifetime? No, it's nothing but Taylor Swift and nothing for me. Shame on you. Deuces. Hell. Hello. Um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, well, we heard that, that, so that was Dale again. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly thought he stopped listening, to be honest with you. Uh, it's great to, to put a, a voice to the name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He, the thing is, is that he seems to really, uh, he doesn't like the show very much, but he seems to really listen, uh, intently, I would say. Yeah, it's a hate um, listen. You know, that's common. It's a hate I, listen. I do it myself with certain shows. I, that's true. That's true. Uh, and you tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it is worrying though that he wants to hang himself from his garage. Uh, yeah, it's for the better. You know. <laughs> 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 I really like Taylor Swift. That, that was goes good. Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't uh, know what it, to say because I I don't think we're switching anything up anytime soon here. Um, no, no. We we did make that list of things we were gonna change, and then we just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Dale. Uh, sorry to disappoint. Um. I also don't know what he's talking about with the uh, cabal of jackals. Um, infiltrating the plumbing supply. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, but, uh, I keep up the good fight, I guess. Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hear from you again in maybe another couple months. Do you think um, Dale could become, like, uh, one of our special correspondents? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I'll have to reach out to him. Uh, if I can get a hold of him, uh, I'll have to see... Or I might have to wait uh, for a carrier pigeon uh, from him. Because the because the reason the reason that we're not covering these big stories is because we just don't have the the resources, you know, to right, be everywhere right. all at once. Exactly. Yeah, so. we, we're not we're not in the sewers like Dale is. Mm-hmm. So we need to <laughs> we need we need a man on the inside. So also, uh, I, I'm not a liberal. Are you a liberal? I'm not a liberal. I'm definitely not a liberal. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's got that one. He's got that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Why? What? Why are leftists being called liberals and liberals being called leftists all the time? I don't know. It's very funny though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll actually get into some of that a little bit later. Um. And then, um, that was our main dead letter. And then I have one other point that I want to bring up here in this segment. 
Um, we like to have fun in this segment, you know. We hear from Dale every so often. Sometimes we get a real message from a real person. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it, when that happened? Sure, yeah, you know, it happens. Uh, and I like to read out the funny spam I get, and it's a good time. Everybody loves this segment. Um, I hear all the time. I hear people in the street. People come up to me with tears in their eyes. Big, strong men come up to me with tears in their eyes, and they say that they love dead letters so much. Um, but, uh... You're bringing a weird... TikTok. I'm not gonna lie, you're bringing a weird energy this week. <laughs> TikTok won't stop sending me email. And I can't get them to stop doing it. I've unsubscribed, like, at least a dozen times at this point. Every day they send me email, and I don't know how to get them to stop. Is it, wait, it's coming up in, like, your primary inbox? It's coming up in the, in, like, into the email that I use the account with, that I, like, uninstalled the app from now, like... But it won't stop, and I've unsubscribed, I've unchecked all the boxes, like, all their marketing bullshit. You know how you unsubscribe from an email list? Yeah. But they keep doing it anyway. No, I'm just, like, wondering, because I don't think I've, I've never seen an email from TikTok. It might just be going to, like, the promotional inbox or whatever, but... Sure, but, like, well, okay, here's the thing, it's going to my spam. Oh, it right? is, okay. I don't check but like, that. Yeah, but, like, if, if something keeps going to my spam, like, I'll still, like, unsubscribe, so I don't have to keep getting it and going into my spam and like clearing out my spam well yeah you don't want your spam to be cluttered because that's such a (laughs) it's such a big source of content for you it is it is it's a valuable resource for me yeah like i'm that i'm that like you know anal about it that i have to keep my spam organized but like i so like tiktok will not stop emailing me what are they about are they just like recommending profiles and stuff it's like you know they're recommending tiktoks oh okay it's like hey hey come back to the app and check out these tiktoks have you heard about corn i don't know what that references oh oh yeah you're definitely not on tiktok because the past two weeks (laughs) it's just been filled with corn and nothing but corn what is is this the david lynch movie no it's this little kid there's like a clip of this little kid being interviewed and talking about how much he loves corn and so that went viral and then it was turned into a song of course and so that also went viral and people have been like doing all sorts of things with it i personally really don't like it um we already had the I Love Turtles kid from like 2007. Aren't yeah, that, that's why Pete. That's why people have been saying like the Zoomers have transcended into millennial humor now. Yeah. The, okay. So yeah. That, that's what's going on. Great. They they've already so 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 is like is is this TikTok like jumping the shark? Uh, no, because they had Baby Shark, didn't they? That's old. That was a very stupid joke. No, it could be. It could be because I don't think I've been as irritated by a TikTok trend as I am with this one. Mm, I mean, the the little kid's amusing. Don't get me wrong. But then once you start like remixing it and like doing all this stuff, I just, I don't know. I'm not into it. And the kid's got to go on Ellen, you know. I think he just got a job somewhere. Got a job. What does that mean? I don't know. I saw a headline that he was hired. I think he's like 10. What is is he working in an Amazon factory? No, I think it's related to corn. I don't I don't know. What the fuck is going on? What is happening? I just read spam email. So this isn't the content of the uh, the TikTok emails? Honestly, I don't know. I don't read the emails. Oh, all right. These these are the ones spam emails I don't read. Yeah, you'll read read them from like Joe Poop or whatever that was last week, but you won't read the TikTok ones. Yeah, I'll read read weird Russian spam bots, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I will not read email from TikTok. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, fair those enough. Are my those are my priorities. Is it possible that TikTok is listening to you through your emails? 
That'd be pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, I hope not. But yeah, I'd like them to stop. TikTok, if you're listening to this, that'd be funny. TikTok's listening to everything else but the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I would want anybody to listen to. <laughs> no, what you need to do is you need to download the app again and then just like no. play. Okay. No, you, know, you, you play the audio of the podcast with the app open, just like in the room. And then hopefully oh, they'll okay. listen to it. Yeah, You'll yeah, have an audience that way. There you go. Yeah. That's how you really fucking trick the algorithm. There you go. Um, but speaking of vast conspiracies, um, it's time for some It Doesn't Add Up minis. Uh, I went back into the the mines of the Conspiracy 2 subreddit and I dug out some gold, maybe? Uh, let's just see what I found, because there's some weird stuff. Uh, so this first one, uh, the three occult factions in NASA. Uh, we've, we've talked a lot about um, weird uh, factions warring. Um, I think the last time was that... Um, the, the communists were fighting the Russians or something. Something weird like that. Do you remember that? Oh, um, I it mean, was, it was. Oh, no, it was the Freemasons fighting the Chinese fighting something else. Do you remember that weird thing? Not exactly. OK, I believe well, that we matter. talked about it because it sounds like we would have. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, these are the three factions in NASA. Apparently uh, it's the magicians. <laughs> OK, <laughs> the Masons and the Nazis. Oh, uh, and this is uh, some kind of a series of screen grabs from something. Uh, the magicians represented by rocket engineer and solid fuel expert Jack Parsons with his own direct and personal involvement with notorious British magician Aleister Crowley, the Ordo Templi Orientis and his Golden Dawn magicians. Parsons was well known to have connections to other practicing occultists such as L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology and to have practiced himself on numerous occasions, black magic and sex magic rituals. The influence of Parsons and the magicians runs directly from Parsons to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and other NASA centers clustered around it or directly tied to it. Uh, two, the Masons, represented by famous NASA director during the formation Mercury, Gemini, Apollo years, James Webb, and by various astronauts like Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon, who are all Masons. The Masonic influence was, according to Hoagland and Barra, whoever the fuck they are, Felt throughout NASA, not only in Webb's largely successful attempts to democratize NASA and raise public interest and awareness of space efficiency in public schools throughout the country, but also in the esoteric influence it wielded in the selection of mission names, mission patches and logos, and throughout the astronaut, throughout the astronaut, oh, throughout the astronaut core, which more than in a moment, the Masonic influence is thus centered upon the central NASA bureaucracy in Washington, D.C., and at that time, within the astronaut core itself, in typical Masonic fashion, it was a dispersed influence rather than the, the system of Masonic lodges. The Nazis, represented by prominent German scientists such as von Braun, Arthur Rudolph, Kurt Debus, and space medicine specialists such as uh, Hubertus Strughold, and so on. This influence was centered around von Braun and his team, first in the immediate post-war years in New Mexico, later in Alabama, and other installations with prominent Nazi presence. I feel like um, I'm at the start of an RPG, like character creation screen, where you're choosing like uh, your uh-huh. uh, class or whatever, and you yeah, get you the background. background. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Except um, this is not a very good RPG. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the problem with this is it already starts starts off wrong because um, I know a tiny, tiny bit about Jack Parsons. Um, Jack Parsons was a crazy dude mm-hmm. who was involved with Aleister Crowley and did get involved in weirdo sex rituals. And also, uh, well, he was also ridiculously wealthy. 
uh, and he did uh, rocket experiments. Uh, but they had nothing to do with NASA, as far as I'm aware. Okay. So that's the end of the 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 magician faction in NASA. Well, maybe it was like kept confidential. You know, maybe it and, wasn't public knowledge. And L. Ron Hubbard also has nothing to do with NASA. He's out on a boat. He's out on a boat with a bunch of little boys on the Sea Org out there looking for uh, what's it called? Not 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 Zork. What's what's the what's the Scientology alien god? Tom Cruise. Um, yeah yeah yeah. But the 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 uh, fuck Zenu. That's it. I'm sorry. The Warrior um, Princess? No, that's Zeno. Oh, okay. <laughs> now Zenu is their uh, the the alien god that they're like waiting to come and save them and like destroy the rest of the Earth. It's all it's all standard stuff. Um, the Masons part, yeah, sure. They're all part of that weird Mason shit. I, that's the most believable one. Um, and also, yeah, like the U S did basically take former Nazi engineers and stick them in NASA. So like those two, yeah. Okay, fine. But I also don't understand what the point of drawing this is. And also how are these three, three occult actions? I only see one occult faction that isn't actually real. Um, I mean, if you call something a cult, it just sounds cooler. Sure. Uh, let's look at the comments. Oh, sure. Um, wow, perhaps we can learn a lesson from these guys. There's magicians, Nazis, and Masons all working together for a common cause, yet Dems and Republicans can't get anything done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then someone replies, Dems and Repubs are working in harmony to please the oligarchs who puppet them. So this commenter just said we can learn something from Nazis. <laughs> uh-huh. What's what's the takeaway here? We can we can all I gain some insight. I don't know. Uh, another one here says, fascinating. I appear to have been fighting the magicians since September of last year. What? Is that just like a, ma- that? a Mason commenting in? M- maybe. Uh, and then the OP uh, comes back and posts, the three founding occult factions within the Nation Space Research Agency... Considering their importance in establishing the basis of many facts we accept as common sense, I think it's important to look at who exactly was working at this agency. This is from the book Nazi International by Joseph P. Farrell. Uh, I'd like to find... There's a, a reply here. I'd like to find that book, but only two factions were addressed in your three picks. And then someone says, oh, there's four picks. Oh, I shouldn't have been drinking. So, <laughs> just the highest quality discourse is going on. Sure. Um, so, let's move on. Well, my, my only thing here is just looking at the amount of um, detail, you know, that was put into this post. Uh-huh. Why, why don't these people just, like, write science fiction or something? They should take a cue from L. Ron Hubbard and just write science fiction. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, this next one. Um, do you have, uh, is your phone 5G? Do you have a 5G connection? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Uh, okay. I mean, my phone is is a few years old, so I don't think it has the capability. Mm. Okay, well, um, that might be a good thing, Um, (laughs) because um, according to this post, um, there are uh, dead zones in uh, round quote roundabouts that are popping up everywhere. Uh, I have two new roundabouts in my town, and I can't help but notice that whenever I drive near them, my fancy new 5G phone's internet connection conks out on me. I also can't help but notice that these new roundabouts are everywhere in town. And so, of course, my mind goes to a dark place. What's under these roundabouts? I saw a CNET Uh, report about this last week. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, there's a reply. 
Uh, hey man, you might want to lay off the weed for a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. First off, don't be using your phone while driving. Uh, secondly, roundabouts are more efficient than four-way stops. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, thirdly, they are just roads. Um, someone asked what a roundabout is. Um, I actually am not sure myself. Is it like a U-turn? I just assumed it was like a traffic circle. Uh, okay. But am I confusing it with another piece of infrastructure? I mean, whatever it is, I, I, I would think it is more efficient yeah, than a, a four-way stop because four-way stops, there's always at least one person confused about when to go. Uh, but to me, traffic circles are all, yeah, it is a traffic circle, by the way. Uh, and it's like people are coming on and off and people are slowing down and who needs to yield, who doesn't. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, uh, somebody says, I know that many traffic intersections have Bluetooth sensors installed to measure traffic movement. This causes interference with Bluetooth devices such as headphones. I'm not sure if the same goes for your cell phone signal. Considering the possibility of wave interference is possible, that is also the cause. I couldn't find much info on it. Um, this is interesting information. If it were true that that would there that they were Bluetooth signals, um, but they Bluetooth would also not interfere with 5G because those are different wavelengths. Yeah. Uh, 5G is specifically a entirely different wavelength than Bluetooth. Bluetooth is, I think, 2.4 gigahertz. So they operate completely differently when not interfere with each other. Um, but yeah, this guy just like sees that his signal drops on like the latest kind of, you know, wireless connection and immediately goes to a conspiracy theory Reddit to be like, <laughs> there's got to be something to this. There's, there's got to be. It just can't be the fact that like I probably don't have a ton of 5G towers in my town. And so it drops out whenever I go to a certain section of town. Yeah, it's got to be. There's got to be something underneath underneath the surface of the city. That's There's why, gotta be something yeah. there. That's why these conspiracy theorists, like all the stuff they come out with just says more about them than anything else. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's like, so my, of course my mind goes to a dark place. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you dropped cell phone signal for a couple seconds, you probably didn't even completely lose your signal. You probably just dropped 5G. Whenever I drop 5G, I go to 4G. <laughs> You'll live. It's also, people fine. probably drop signal strength all the time. This person's probably fixated on it because they just yeah. got like a new- Got the new phone. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, they're really testing it out and looking at it and fixating. Right. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't need to start digging up the road <laughs> to figure out what's going on. <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, this next one, um, uh, there's a lot here, um, and I put in the notes, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Lord of the Rings, um, but it'll take a second to get there. Um, okay. The, the, yeah, you'll see. The post is titled, Researching Jeffrey Epstein, uh, which is something we've all done. We've done on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, first off, I'm researching on both Google and DuckDuckGo, Yet I can't seem to find one reliable source talking about Epstein being stabbed or even showing autopsy photos besides TMZ, uh, parentheses, what the fuck. Secondly, each article still claims Jeffrey, the alleged billionaire, uh, do billionaire dollar Jew, ooh, oh boy, and satanic worshiping baby eating rapist killed himself, parentheses, LOL. If we all come to terms with reality, then we can wake up the masses. Jeffrey Epstein ran a human trafficking slash satanic ring for the, quote, wealthiest humans on Earth, which is most definitely still continuing to this day. Once I realized the most, quote, influential and powerful, end quote, people rape children on the island, I noticed it all makes sense. Media doesn't cover the full story because they're paid and control. But politicians not supporting the people because they're paid and controlled. 
Big Pharma ejecting billions of people with a virus created in a lab by the site because they're paid and controlled. False flags, colon, 9-11, uh, 1-6, Gulf of Tonkin, Oklahoma City bombing, etc. The internet attempts to hide information. Mrs. Epstein's trial never shown. I guess he means Ghislaine, Ghislaine? Right. They were not married. Um, the travel book never shown. Um, yes, it was. The logs are out there. Can I just point out <laughs> yes, the the really sharp and unexpected left turn that this this uh, piece took here? Because it, it starts out somewhat innocently, like trying to research, um, you know, find sources, and then, uh-huh. and then it very quickly gets editorialized. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the travel book was never shown. Uh, yeah. You can. You can. You could look. You can look at the travel logs online. Mm-hmm. You could find out who was on the plane. No, but went. the internet lies. Uh huh. Um, all connection parentheses money to the island slash ranch slash New York apartment never shown. Uh, well, you could you can go go to the apartment because uh, some podcasters have actually been to the apartment. Um, Epstein's background and possible connections to the Mossad, parentheses, a Jew CIA, which is controlled by the banks, a.k.a. the wealthiest people on the earth, i.e. the 13 families controlling our planet. Holy fuck. Uh, satanic symbolism on his properties, i.e. statue on his New York mansion. Uh, and then he gives the gives the street name. I don't need to give the street name. It doesn't matter. Uh, and his satanic temple on the island. Uh, money is fake and controls us. Well, then why does it matter who's wealthy if it's all fake? Uh, the elites, a parentheses, who aren't shit, we can come together and stop this nonsense, in parentheses. Russians and Chinese want to see America and the world collapse. They're doing this economically and socially worldwide. They've had this plan for a very long time, and they've been successful until now. I ask my fellow humans to take a stand and realize we're against a force of evil majority of the world can't comprehend. Let us turn to God, the creator of the cosmos, to remind us our human life is short. Past humans have chosen to bend the knee, which has brought the present moment. We've created, we're created equal. Love is the strongest emotion, not fear. We must raise our frequency together and tune into a brighter, more loving society. People who are constantly negative don't realize we're amidst a spiritual barrage. I pray for our human race, for the elites killed Jesus. Evil will never win. We are eternal beings. We control the future of the earth. Uh, Links outofshadows.org uh banned video documentary parentheses ring of power <laughs> okay oh boy yeah this is so strange because like i thought this post was like somebody asking about jeffrey epstein jeffrey epstein but then like there's there's a whole different agenda here i don't my goodness uh-huh uh-huh calm uh-huh. down uh-huh like who asked you about nobody of nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody asked they, they they literally got so fucking angry that they couldn't find pictures of Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy online uh-huh. that they went on a, a, a tirade, uh, an anti-Semitic tirade, by oh, the way. Oh, very, very. Uh, <laughs> we need that woman from uh, the rehearsal to see this. Yeah, yeah. Put this guy uh, in his place. And then says that the world needs to be more loving. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um... Let's read some comments. Uh, this is the first time I have heard about Epstein being stabbed. Why do you think this is the case? Uh, why would they stab him if they were going to pretend he hung himself? Uh, I read somewhere online that about Epstein being stabbed multiple times. I did some digging and the only source for his autopsy was TMZ, which is an obvious slap in the face by the establishment. 
I don't have an answer for your second question, but if Epstein was stabbed, then it rules out suicide. Wait, 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 wait. Why is TMZ a slap in the face? I get. They're, I guess they're saying it's not a reliable source for his autopsy. I don't that know. That is hilarious because yeah. these people get all their information from like, you know, blog blog posts and shit. Uh-huh, and just like random uh-huh. nonsense. But TMZ is a slap in the face. Uh-huh. Uh, you are completely detached from reality. Yes, there are some unexplained things in the events you mentioned, but most of it is easily disproved nonsense. Like, for instance, federal court cases are never televised, unlike state court cases or civil court like the De- oh, Depp Hirsch. Okay. Oh. Just Lane Maxwell case not being on TV is not a conspiracy in any way. The fact that you don't even know this simple fact tells me you haven't done any actual research on any of the conspiracies you are caught up in. Uh, I understand the federal court cases won't be televised. Point being, our government, the same people who participated in this honeypot operation, killed Epstein and covered it all up incriminating evidence. Uh, seek mental help. Somebody <laughs> said good morning. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on. I just, I, I, I didn't realize that, um, you know, the, the Amazon Lord of the Rings show would have been a lot better had Jeffrey Epstein been cast in it. Um, I think that's the main takeaway. The the timeline just didn't match up. They wanted them, yeah. but then, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I mean the show's been in the works for so long, but then the elites uh, had to had to off him like that. So um, next up, uh, we have another bizarre one. Um, this post is titled uh, "Hunter Biden is going to kill Big Joe." <sighs> you may not have heard or seen from Hunter in several months. Uh, he's being programmed to execute his father. The media will spin it as a drug fueled rage, and the mantle of the presidency will transfer to Kamala giving the left something to rally behind, more spending for mental health and substance abuse programs. A new falsely elected Democrat will take power to continue the work of the globalists. Uh, so we don't want spending for mental health? Apparently not. Okay. Apparently that's a, apparently that's a terrible thing to happen. Yeah, God. That's uh, just... for, me, for mental health and substance abuse. Yes. Oh, substance um, abuse. Screw those people that are dealing with yeah, problems. That's yeah. a terrible thing. And also, you know, the left would really rally behind Kamala Harris. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's just, so much different just, than Joe Biden. They would just really rally behind her. Yeah. Everybody loves her. Mm-hmm. And the things she says and does, she's she's fantastic. The left, the left really can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Hunter is a an artificial intelligence or like a robot. Might as might as well be if he's if, yeah. You could just program him. Well, what does that mean? What other than that, yeah, it doesn't I, I guess some kind of mind control? Doesn't oh, say by okay. who or what is could, uh, programming Hunter Biden to kill his father. It's the DNC. Catch up, please. Oh, sure. I see. Got it. You're ahead of me. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, some comments here. Uh, this is the stupidest crap I've seen on Reddit. Um, (laughs) sounds like a good plan. More spending on mental health and drug issues would be a good thing if utilized properly. Uh, imagine believing that the capitalist democratic party is right, uh, is left wing. Mm -hmm. Um, you've been partaking of Hunter's crack stash, I see. Um, okay, so where's the evidence? Um, imagine thinking the left is going to rally behind Kamala. Right. Um... This is hilariously stupid. More spending for mental health and substance abuse programs. That sounds like it would be hugely beneficial for you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Sweet. Sounds like our plan is working then. Um, 
Hunter Biden is a weak little boy and Joe Biden is an inanimate object that is armed to the teeth. I don't think Hunter Biden could manage it, to be honest. It's like, yeah, what? Well, how is he? Yeah, it's just there's <laughs> just just insane. Just just weird. Just weird fan fiction. Just the strangest fan fiction I've ever seen. All right, we got a couple more. Uh, this one's called uh, MC Censorship. And uh, this is under the uh, tag of Big Brother. So, Ooh, uh, probably not the one yeah. I'm thinking of. No, unfortunately not. Uh, if you don't play Minecraft, this would probably never cross your radar. But recently, My Microsoft has started to ban accounts via a reporting function that everyone in the MC community is upset about. Essentially, if you say anything that could be taken as a slur or foul language and another user reports you, you your, the wrong your, account is banned. Many months ago, I read about some people uploading entire libraries into Minecraft for freedom of information, i.e. putting books that are banned in certain countries into Minecraft books as a way to circumvent the hardships of acquiring said books. I think this censorship is a tell that the U.S. government is trying to keep eyes on these things, not necessarily banned books, but nefarious conversations. I don't know the timeline from when these libraries went up till the update introducing censorship. I don't know, but the U.S. government is deep in all the tech companies, with Microsoft being one of the largest. I'm not sure why I'm posting this. I guess I just wanted to share my opinion. Why um, else does anybody post anything on the subreddit? Uh-huh. Uh, so, okay. So, Mojang, the developer of Minecraft, yeah. implemented a reporting function for the game for children so you could report people for saying hate speech. Wait, how long ago? How long did it take for that to be implemented? Uh, how long has Minecraft been out? I don't know. This just happened recently. It feels like that. I guess so. Should well, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know a lot about Minecraft, but like they had a big thing for like um, like integrated servers and shit. Mm -hmm. So like instead of it all being on PC, you can like now cross play between all the different versions. And uh, stuff. Okay. So like like modded servers and stuff you can now sort of connect to on console and things like that. Oh. So I think that there's like maybe even more of an influx of kids like being on, I, I don't want to say like less safe spaces, but like, you know, shit that is less on the purview of um, just like vanilla Minecraft on a console that you'd play with like the neighbor kid, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It opens um, it it opens the door for all sorts of stuff, I would imagine. Yeah. So so I so I guess they implemented a reporting system. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead I guess it would be like console based instead before that, right? Yeah. That makes sense. That's that's the that's the sense I get. Um and so this person heard about people apparently putting libraries of books into Minecraft. How does that work? And thinks so in Minecraft, you can leave notes for other players uh -huh. in, Mine in Minecraft books. As far as I know, they have to be like, you type a message and it fills out the book. And you can have pages and pages of the book. I don't know how you would get that text in aside from typing it. Oh my. Unless there's like modded ways to, to input that text. Even so, there's not any formatting to it. Like it opens up a little window in the interface, like a little book, tiny little book interface. And you have to scroll through the pages of the little Minecraft book. Yeah, I'm imagining trying to read Anna Karenina in that format. <laughs> yeah. You, so I don't necessarily think, I think maybe somebody like went through the trouble of like putting Huckleberry Finn one time, you know, yeah. as like a bit, you know, right. or like just or just like to say that they do it. I know people do a lot of crazy things in Minecraft, like people build calculators and all kinds of crazy things that I can't even understand how they do that. So maybe there's a way to like really import massive, 
mass amounts of text that I just can't fathom because I really don't understand Minecraft in that way. Mm -hmm. Even so, even if that is the case where you can really just flood the game with massive amounts of information and you can store it on Minecraft servers that can be accessed in a much more readable way than standard Minecraft books that is not how you would read more than notes you would leave to friends and like crafting recipes and like instructions on how to get to somebody's base yeah and shit like that because that's how i interacted with minecraft books now i'm picturing like you're playing dark souls and you you run up to one of those like uh user created like notes or whatever and it's like moby dick <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's basically what it is yeah except you can kind of fill it with like say like um like a Dark Souls message, but you could kind of type whatever mm -hmm. and you could just kind of keep filling up little tiny pages of it. But like think of like, you know, those little notebooks that they would kind of sell at the school fair, like that they were like, um, like basically the size of your finger. Yeah. You know, and like you could kind of write a few words in it. That's sort of like how big the Minecraft pages are. Oh, wow. OK. So you could kind of keep writing, but you're making up a lot of these tiny little pages. So that's sort of what it is. So like each Dark Souls message would be like a page. Sure. So it's just kind of hard to fathom for me without really knowing the ins and outs of like Minecraft modding and all that shit. Like a large like scale project involving tons and tons of books, right? Yeah. So let's just let's just say that they, that this is the case and that you actually can do that via modding. And, you know, you could expand the size of books sure. and the readability and all that shit. Let's just say that's the case. Why in the world would one anybody even know about this? Two, book publishers even know about this whenever they've just found out about the Internet Archive <laughs> and they're going to task with that. And then why? Like, think about like all the Minecraft skins and all that shit, like the other copyright issues that are in Minecraft and right. IP theft that goes on. No, like you said, nobody's going to like try to take down Anna Karenina. Well, isn't wouldn't that be public domain anyway? Sure. I'm just saying. But like nobody's going to try to take take out uh you know harry potter right no so if if something is in the public domain can it be like used in yes. this okay okay gotcha. yes yeah um so I, I just don't understand why anybody would give a shit especially the u.s government the right US government doesn't give a shit that's not the u.s government would only step in whenever a copyright holder would bring it up right and then like this wouldn't even be an issue for the government the copyright holder would go to mojang or microsoft and say hey our copyrighted material is in the game illegally and they'd issue a DMCA mm -hmm. and then it would be taken down and that's it. This is not, this is not an issue with the reporting system at all. So what, what is this person claiming the government's role in this is again? Uh, U.S. government is trying to keep eye on these things. Right. Not necessarily banned books, but nefarious conversations. Nefarious conversations. Are they drawing it back to like whenever um, there were those bogus stories about terrorists planning attacks on like PlayStation chat. Oh, maybe. Do you remember all that bullshit? Vaguely, vaguely. And it wasn't true. Mm -hmm. And so the people became convinced that the government was spying on their PlayStation chats. But like, isn't PlayStation the one that's looking at that stuff? Yeah. The company. It's This is not, yeah, like you said, this is not a government thing whatsoever. But th th they're saying that the government is deep in all the tech companies. Yeah, they have government, like they have military contracts. Yeah. Well, we're trying uh, to make sense of something nonsensical. Right. So at the end of, of the course. day- yeah. Um, I want to see this this library server if it exists. Yeah, I might do some research. Uh, this is very interesting. Thank you for posting. Maybe we should build up some sources on this and write a write-up of sorts. Uh, it's crazy they want to enforce the rules on every fucking private, ser private Minecraft server. 
But think of the kids. Shut up. Who the hell believes this shit? I'm going to cuss, be racist, bully, and harass as much as I want on my private Minecraft server. If some rando joins and doesn't like it, then they're free to fuck off. That's how Minecraft multiplayer has always worked. They just want to steal data and make Minecraft even more corporate by making it family-friendly through global Microsoft-enforced rules. Fuck these guys. Wow. I found the, I found the toughest dude in Minecraft. <laughs> Seriously? I found the toughest dude. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, there's another one. For the record, I will continue to say all the racist things I want, and this change will not cause a change in my behavior. That's easy to say, since I'm not a racist dick, and all the racist things I want is exactly zero things. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, then what are you talking about? Now well, now I believe that you're going to say racist things. I don't... Wait, is that the same person as... No, this is a different guy. Oh, it's <laughs> it started out like the same comment. Right. Oh, okay. Did they... Did the main post even bring up racist stuff? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, At least not directly. Oh, they said anything that could be taken as a slur or foul language. Oh, okay. And they immediately went to, oh, I got to be racist. I want to be racist. If I want to be racist, I'm going to be racist. Yeah. You got to protect my, my freedom. Jesus Christ. My rights. It's Minecraft. They're acting like, no, it's the, remember old school Call of Duty? You could say whatever you wanted to on Xbox Live. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Okay. All right. We got one more. Um, and I gotta have a simple question for you. Okay. Um, does that have to do with 5G? Uh, no, but, um, have you ever heard of lasers? Sure. Okay. Um, well, do you ever think that satellites will ever be used against this? Um, no. I mean, oh, in what, okay. in what sense, like there's, that's a loaded question if I'm being honest. I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, th well, this post is titled lasers and satellites. Um, and they posit the same question. Do you ever think that, uh, satellites will ever be used against us? Mm. Uh, I'm how about lasers? How about lasers? Uh, do you believe they are real and could cause harm onto others? Well, they certainly um, <laughs> harm people in Star Wars. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they gotta go pew pew. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you believe they're real? Do you believe the lasers are real? Uh, okay. How about this? My theory is you could use satellites to track people's movements. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be thermal, x-ray, or real-time imagery. Remember this? Images with a sensor bar over the eyes. And I even remember some pictures with static in people's eyes. At times, I have trouble getting a clear perspective, but I couldn't be more off-topic about this. Do you think the elite will go so far as to blind somebody with satellites? I even heard of heart attack weaponry. Is this is this Jay Leno? Is I, <laughs> I mean, in the first bit, they're describing GPS. Yeah. And then <laughs> my theory is my theory is you can use satellites to track people. <laughs> <laughs> this is my theory. <laughs> you won't believe this, but <laughs> you guys heard about this? Has anybody heard about this? It's fucking Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, man. And then he's like, "Remember this? Images with a sensor bar over the eyes." What are you who are you talking to? What are you talking about? It, a lot of this so, stuff is just people like yelling into the void. For, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that some of these are like they're trying to use like the Siri dictation, you know, and it just somehow ends up on Reddit. <laughs> just somehow. Uh, like, who are you talking to? Do we have comments? We got comments. Um, some I don't know why anybody's engaging. Uh, they post a Lockheed Martin link, which is great. Uh, laser radio frequency and electromagnetic energy weapons are certainly real. Where they're using them on random members of the public, I don't know. What would their what would be their motive? I think there's easier, less expensive, and more covert ways of doing things. Uh, and the OP replies, 
But how about people who become affected? I'm not talking criminals here. What does that mean? I have no idea. I've, lo I've lost the plot on this one. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, uh, and then there's a deleted post. Now they're talking about lightning strikes. I, I What, they're manufactured by maybe, somebody? The, the original post was deleted, and then there's a reply to it that says, you may want to investigate this crazy new phenomenon we've discovered called lightning. <laughs> so um, I just don't understand. He's talking about uh, images with a sensor bar over the eyes, and I even remember some pictures with static in people's eyes. What are you talking about? What does that mean? Is that art? It sounds like art. It does. I can almost picture like a... It, sounds like, it looks like an album cover to me, like in my head. Right, right. At times I have trouble getting a clear perspective. I, I It sounds like it, man. <laughs> sounds like it. Do you think the elite will go as far as to blind somebody with satellites? Do you think this person has like a cataract issue or something? Maybe. I think that's the least of their problems. I think they heard about Havana syndrome and then just went nuts. What's Havana syndrome? Oh boy. So, no, we don't need to. <laughs> if you start so, by saying, oh boy, we don't have to get it. So the U.S. government uh, claims that uh, they had officials attacked by uh, Cuban uh, radio wave weaponry that caused uh, a, a disease called Havana syndrome. Um, and it's completely bullshit. It's uh, diplomats that um, basically uh, got hung over. Oh. And uh, didn't want to say that they drank too much and got headaches and shit. And so that they cocked up, like they, they, they cooked up the scheme uh, that uh, there were Cuban energy weapons that, 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 were, t that were targeting these diplomats. Oh my god! Uh, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so they were they were they were targeted specifically by these energy weapons that caused that caused headaches and nausea and vomiting in the morning. Just because they had uh, a few extra shots the night before. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did they get uh -huh. like? Did they get fired for this or? No, 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 no. This is the official line from the U.S. government. Oh my! They covered it up for them. Yes, yes. Wait, this it's, sounds like a conspiracy it's itself. It is. It is. It's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. So I shouldn't ask questions during this segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are the uh, it doesn't add up minis I have this week. Uh, it always goes some places. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So that Havana thing mm -hmm. sounds like the most extreme case of my dog eat my homework ever. No. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um we got a beautiful cinema here. Yeah, that's beautiful cinema. It is. It is, David. It is. But I'm, I, I usually look forward to this segment, but not so much this week. Yeah, this is a this is a messy one. Actually, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, do you want to? Not really. Like not because re you okay. put it in the show notes, so I think it's okay. I'll be I honest. Even... You beat me too. I was gonna do it too. So sure. Yeah. Um, this is. The, we're gonna talk about the don't worry, darling stuff, but like. I was mostly interested in it from the conspiracy angle, to be honest with you. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> so, because um, I don't even know anything about this movie at all. I don't know anything about... I was just I was just immediately annoyed, like, beforehand. All this film festival shit, seeing all the headlines. Well, this movie got six minutes of standing ovation. This one got seven. This one got eight. I felt like fucking count on Sesame Street. I was like, th enough, enough of this shit. I can't stand it. Yep. It, it, it's ridiculous. I know. It's it's not 
what I care about at all when it comes to these festivals. It feels so forced. Yeah, very much. Like, come on. But yeah, no. Um, so you said you don't know like what this movie is. So this is um, Olivia Wilde's uh, follow up to Booksmart. Um, so it's her second feature. And from what I've heard, it's it's so Booksmart was like a straight up like uh, like teen comedy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this is more of a um, like a suspense thriller type deal. Um, yeah. I don't know. So you were you were coming at this from the conspiracy angle, which I think is I agree. That's the most interesting. Uh huh. Um, so what, what do you have? So there was all the sort of, um, drama are, is there a feud between Olivia Wilde and, uh, Florence Pugh? Is there a feud between the, the one guy and one of the princes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't really give a shit about any of that. Sure. What I, what I did give a shit about was did that dude spit on that other dude? Okay. And I looked at the footage because I immediately saw the footage and I said, okay, this is some Zapruder film shit. Yeah. And I'm immediately into it. And not only is it some Zapruder film shit, it is so much like the JFK assassination that Seinfeld made a parody of the JFK assassination in the 90s about somebody spitting on somebody else that is just like this. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, um, but not only... So I was already interested in that. I did not think that this whole situation would lead back to QAnon, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) No, the answer is that it doesn't, okay? It does not lead back there. No, 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 no. The answer is it does. It does. I knew there was a weird energy at the start of this thing. I... It does. Okay. All right. So we had a bit of a short podcast for you today. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not done. We're not done. So this comes to us from Vice. <laughs> of course it does. Vice has been covered always from Gita Jackson. Gita has oh. been covered. <laughs> Love Gita Jackson. Gita, Gita has been covered. All right. So. I didn't know Gita was still at Vice. I believe they're writing for Motherboard still. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So there's uh this goes back to uh fandom drama, okay? Uh-huh. Uh so and it has to deal with the the Harry Styles fella, right? I'm I'm going to sound like a grandpa when I talk about him because I just I just don't know Well, the, you, the I whole- mean, okay, you don't need to call him the Harry Styles fella. Like that's you're just <laughs> like I'm going to sound like a grandpa. I'm going to sound like a grandpa. Okay. Uh because I don't know him, I don't know his music, I don't know his whole whole deal. Yeah, you're All too right? cool for that. Yeah, whatever. We get it. It's just what it's gonna be. I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound dumb when I talk about him. All right. Well, when, that's just when you phrase it the way that you're phrasing it. Continue. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm okay. It goes back to fandom drama. So this 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 gentleman, he is shipped with his One Direction bandmate, uh-huh. a, a Lewis Tomlinson. Okay. Sure. Uh, they're, they're, they're shipping pair. And also, by the way, it's very weird to ship real people. That's a weird, that's a weird thing. They're, they're act, like, they're not characters. They're like people, you know, that's, right. that's really, that's really strange. That's really fucking weird. Uh, you can do whatever you want with fictional characters, real people. That's fucking weird. Uh, and their ship is called, uh, Larry, by the way, which is also weird because that's a, that's a, another person's name. Yeah. <laughs> that's another person's name. That's, that's strange. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good though. Like. 
<laughs> so, so Larry fans, okay, <laughs> all right, they have it out for Olivia Wilde. Of course they do. Because Wilde is dating Harold Styles. Right. Okay. That bloke. So, so they are after Olivia Wilde. And they're they're trying to smear her in all sorts of ways, uh, like claiming that uh, she supports pedophilia. Um, I can see the, I can see the parallels already. <laughs> it's more than parallels. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, she is thirty eight. Uh, Harold Styles is twenty eight. Right. So there's a ten year age gap, but they're both well into adulthood. Yeah, no, they're that's both, perfectly fine. They're both well into adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's okay. Um, and even if the even if the the genders were swapped, that that's a fine that's a fine gap. They're both very much adults. Yeah. Um, Those brains so, are developed. Yeah. They're they're um, they're claiming that she's anti LGBT because they're they're taking a comment completely incorrectly that uh, she said that uh, changing uh, role from. Uh, an actor to director was like coming out of the closet, um, which even in the quote that they they're referencing here is not what is said at all. Just all this, just just grasping at strings. Sure. Um, they're claiming that her uh, ex-husband um, is a, a, a child murderer and cannibal. Um and uh, the family owns, uh, has an ownership of a, a cartel and child trafficking operation and traffics children into Hollywood. Um, and a very popular anti-Olivia Wilde account originally began as a pro-Trump QAnon account. Mm, there we go. So that is the connection. Uh, and then, of course, there's also the weird angle of like trying to pit like two women against each other uh between olivia wilde and florence Pugh. yes that whole that whole deal um and the uh also bringing into um the article article doesn't talk about this because you know that's not really the focus of it but um like sort of rehabbing shia labeouf in the uh similar way that we saw with uh uh johnny depp and that we are, we started to see, and we're going to see with Marilyn Manson. Um, we're going to see it again with Shia LaBeouf, uh, especially uh, with this uh, anti-Olivia uh, Wilde uh, tidal wave, really. Um, so it's a whole fucking thing. Okay, so I've heard about there being like a Shia LaBeouf connection here, but what is that exactly? So... He was uh, apparently originally cast in the movie. In Don't Worry, um, Darling? Yes. Okay. Uh, he was either fired or left. It's pretty unclear. Olivia Wilde claims that he was fired. Yeah. Um, uh, Shia LaBeouf claims that he uh, left on his own. Uh, they both have conflicting evidence and accounts of the case. Um uh, Olivia Wilde says that uh, she fired him to make uh, Florence Pugh more comfortable. Florence Pugh has completely stayed out of it and has not said anything either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shia LaBeouf is saying that, like, you know, I left on my own and, she, and Olivia Wilde even tried to, like, beg me to stay or some shit like that. Well, Shia know. LaBeouf, uh, we can't exactly take his word for anything because he just um, admitted to lying about childhood abuse. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to roll with Olivia Wilde's uh, side of that story. Yes. Uh, he even, he's, cause he's, he's even tying this to his, um, abuse allegations with, 
FKA Twigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he has a statement, uh, quote, my failings with Twigs are fundamental and real, but they are not the narrative that has been presented. Uh, there is a time and a place to deal with such things, and I'm trying to navigate in nu- a nuanced situation with respect for her and the truth, hence my silence. But the situation with your film and my firing will never have a court date with which to deal with the facts. So he's, you can see what he's doing. It's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah, he fucking sucks. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I won't get my day in court, so I have to make this so apparent what you're trying to do to me here. You know, all this shit. Um, so th- the whole thing's fucking messy. Uh, Chris Pine, he's in the movie, so he's doing the press in Venice. And he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Is the, is yeah. the thing. It, it turned into a meme, but I don't see anything beyond that. Yeah. And so then there's this footage that somebody posted where it looks like Harold Styles spits on Chris Pine and Chris Pine gives like this exasperated, like, did you really just fucking do that expression? Yeah. Is what it looks like. We've all seen it. But so here's the thing. Um, and we're going to quickly get into uh, the obvious debunking of it. Right. Sure. Um, Cause it didn't happen. Um, you look at the footage and you if you like go if you look at it with a conclusion you want to see you will see the conclusion absolutely if somebody tells you that this dude just spit on that dude that is what you'll see and that's what i saw uh and i said oh that's pretty crazy and i put it in the show notes the next day i saw it posted again on the timeline and somebody uh uh uh, or no i saw in this article and uh let's see where did it go um oh wow the video got Copyright claimed. That's fucking hilarious. I wonder who claimed it. Who owns the video? The footage of the... Yeah. Oh, wow. That's surprising. That's hilarious. Who owns it? I, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, Venice Film Festival? Because it happened on there. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that doesn't matter because this is an audio medium and we're not going to actually watch it. But sure. uh, So this article says uh, uh, some people insist that Pine was just looking for his sunglasses. Okay. As soon as I read that, I watched it again and I said, oh, is he? Yeah. (laughs) And then I look at it. It's like, oh, yeah, it just looks like he's looking down at his sunglasses as soon as he puts them down on the chair. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a conclusion in your head, that's what you'll see. I think that was somewhat I don't have it the quote in front of me, but I think that's along the lines of what Chris Pine himself said. Right. He was like, this is just a big misreading um, because he he didn't do it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They they they've. They, uh, Chris Pine's people and Chris Pine himself said, yeah, no, it didn't happen. Just- and then did you see, um, I think Harry Styles went right back to his tour. I think he was at like MSG a couple days later. And during the performance, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm back. I was just, uh, I took a trip to go spit on uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it obviously didn't happen. Sure. Um, but the fact that like just this piece of like tiny clip of footage, if you have what you want in your head, it's not even that the footage itself needs to be manipulated. It is the entirety of the context surrounding it. Yeah. That changes how you perceive it. If nobody mentioned spitting on anything, you would not have that in your head at all. That's funny you say that because I, I first saw this footage um, before the spit theory was uh, out there. I saw this exact footage in regards to the um, just like the, te- the people were like commenting on the, the supposed tension with all the, the cast and crew. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they were sh- they were showing this footage of of like Harry Styles taking his seat and how like Olivia Wilde wasn't looking in, in his direction, yada, yada, all that stuff. So I first saw this footage in that context and I never in a million years would have come up with the, the whole spitting theory. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, it's, just, it's just a fascinating phenomenon to me. It is. The way that yeah. something can be manipulated without actually altering 
the media itself. It's just if you if you have a message that you want to amplify, you could still manipulate without like opening up Adobe Premiere mm -hmm. and fucking with the footage. I saw um, for whatever reason a, a Twitch clip from uh, what's his name Moist Critical, I think. The, oh, the yeah, dude who wears the, favorite. Yeah, yeah, the dude who wears the white T-shirts. I mm -hmm. saw a, a clip, a Twitch clip, uh, come up on my feed of him like going frame by frame on the, sure. the footage and looking for spit. And yeah. so he's in that moment, he's convinced that Styles did it. So he's like, "What a fucking weirdo!" Like he's calling Harry Styles mm -hmm. like a weirdo. And I'm I'm looking at this clip. And I'm like, "Okay, you're calling Harry Styles a fucking weirdo, but." Right now, what you're doing is you are going frame by frame looking for spit coming out of his mouth, and he's the weirdo. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah, and you'd think if he were to do that, there's so many people around and looking at him, mm -hmm. and they're all just cool with him spitting on, you know, like with the situation happening. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I just, I hate this whole thing so much because um, it was... It's so fucking messy. It was, yeah. yeah, it was so inescapable for me, like on social media. It really was. It really was. Because um, I always get stuff out of the film festivals, like I get critics' reception and, and like photos from like red carpets and all that. Um, so I, it wasn't surprising that I was getting all this, but soon it became the only thing out of Venice. Right. Um, and like, it's just such a bummer when it comes to this movie in particular, whether regardless of how good it is or not, like I know the critical reception hasn't been as high as like Booksmart was. So like this, mm -hmm. you know, um, but like for Olivia Wilde and like everybody involved for this to be like their big premiere of this movie that they worked on and to have it completely overshadowed by nonsense. Yeah. Like, you know who I feel the worst for in this situation is, uh, Katie Silberman, who is the screenwriter for this movie. Mm. Like she, she wrote um, Booksmart and so she followed up with this one and like I don't know just like everything about this movie is now forever attached to this nonsensical uh, gossip right um, that's based on nothing concrete as far as I've seen like I, I there was a, a a magazine interview with Olivia Wilde a couple days ago where she said nothing but good things about Florence Pugh and of course Florence Pugh hasn't like publicly commented on anything either I know there's been some sort of like production some rumors about production issues during this movie the thing is like I'm looking at this whole scenario and I'm wondering if if Olivia Wilde was a male director and if Florence Pugh was a male star, would this discourse even exist? And I don't it, think it would. It does really feel like trying to start cat fights. Yeah, it, it feels like, it feels very sexist to me. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, um, and it's weird now that like they're they're tracking all of Florence Pugh's movements. Yeah. Now, like, oh, is she going to now be at the New York premiere? No, she's not. Oh, is she going to be at this press event for this movie? No, she's uh, like, it's like, OK, what the fuck? Who cares? But then if you like read the articles, it's because she's filming, filming Dune. Dune. Yes. People she's are making such a big Dune. deal out of the fact that she missed a premiere. <laughs> but there's the answer right there. <laughs> she's filming Dune. She's one of the most popular actors in the world. She has a busy schedule, people. Come on. And Olivia Wilde said as much. She's mm -hmm. not here because and she's good. She's not here because she's filming Dune and she'll be here later because she was allowed to be here off of her schedule from filming Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it totally all comes down to reading into it what you want to read into it. Like you said, I think that really sums it up. I just think it's the whole all of this happening. Just it it, it screams sexism to me because it just it feels like none of this would be happening if it wasn't a woman, a woman, a woman. <laughs> 
<laughs> women. A women. Um, if it wasn't a woman at the helm of this movie. Um, that's just what I think. I, I don't know. It seems that way to me. It's like, because like everything, I, like, is there an issue here? No, not really from what I've seen. It just kind of seems like they're, like, uh, uh, fandom shit. Yes. Trying to start trouble. And then media feeding off of that, trying to start trouble. Or, yeah, there, or there at is. at least doing it, doing it for engagement. Right. Oh, for sure, for engagement. And they've succeeded in that. Um, yeah. There is also the added weird uh, sort of scenario, unusual scenario of Harry Styles, who is one of the biggest like pop stars in the world right now. He is making a legitimate run at acting here. Like he starred in this movie. He's got another one coming out in like November, I think. So just like his presence and, and like you've laid out everything that that brings along with it also adds to this too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't like any of it. Um, I no. also don't like the, that we're spending the time on it, but um, if you weren't going to bring it up, I was going to. So sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm still looking forward to seeing this movie. Um, cause I really, mm-hmm. I loved book smart. I thought it was such a smart <laughs> for lack of a better word movie. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. It's very good. Um, yeah. and, uh, even if this movie doesn't like quite land with what it was going to, what it was aiming for, which is sort of seems like the consensus. Um, I still think there's enough talent there that makes it worth seeing. So I'll be, yeah. I'll be checking that out eventually. Uh, but yeah, so there was some other Venice non, non-drama related. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out of Venice. There was one thing that I wanted to mention in particular, uh, which is very exciting. Um, so Joanna Hogg, we've covered her previous two movies, The Souvenir and The Souvenir Part 2 on the show. Mm-hmm. And so her new movie, I was not aware of this until I saw the IndieWire review out of Venice. Her new movie is called The Eternal Daughter, and it is acting as sort of a uh, coda to the, the two souvenir films. Um, so what she's doing here is, uh, so those took place in the 80s, right? Uh-huh. And they acted as sort of like a uh, sort of autobiographical um, like take on her early career as a filmmaker in her life. And that was portrayed by Honor Swinton Byrne, who is the daughter of um, Tilda Swinton. And Tilda Swinton, of course, played um, that character's mother in those movies. Yeah. So what this new movie is doing is it's going to present day. And so Tilda Swinton is now playing the character Julia Hart, who was the uh, Honor Swinton Burns character in those two movies. And from what I understand, yeah, so from what I understand, this is sort of like a standalone kind of like ghost story type thing um, where... You said that about the original Souvenir. Did I? Or maybe the second one. You said it about one of them. Oh. Well, that's what I've, that's what I took away from this review. And so, like, okay. the present day Julia character is now grappling with some certain things. I'm not really sure what they are. I tried not to, like, really spoil myself or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I just think this is really interesting uh, that we're getting another movie with that character, potentially even other characters from those uh, the souvenir. Films. But it's not yeah. it's like not the souvenir part three. It, it's like it's doing something different. OK. Yeah. The Souvenir uh, Cinematic Universe. Yes, the SCU or the, the, the JHCU, the Joanna Hogg. Yeah. I really hate that term so much. That's, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, well, but, that's fine because you said Coda and activated my fight or flight response. So that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I meant like as the in the, yeah, the storytelling sense. You used it as the word. Yeah. Yeah. Um boy, could we get a coda too? A coda cinematic universe? I would jump off a bridge. What? Because you couldn't drive fast enough to get to the theater? You had to <laughs> <laughs> I would pull a Dale. I would 
But yeah, no, I, I'm very excited for that. I mean, I guess this all hinges on how much you like the souvenir films, which I think you were a bit mixed on that. So I like the second one a lot more than the first one. Right, right, right. As long as What's-His-Face doesn't show up suddenly, I think, I think I'd think i be all right. I don't think he's in this. Yeah, okay. Also, I didn't think he was in the second one, so that's, that's true. <laughs> time will tell. But I didn't see him on the cast list, so... okay. But yeah, so there's that. There's a lot of exciting stuff. The problem with these film festivals is that like, yeah, there's a lot of excitement and things that sound really great. But like us, the, the common audience won't get to see them. Most of these movies for a number of months, you know? Sure. Um, so I always have to like temper my excitement because of that. Mm-hmm. Although I think Don't Worry Darling is getting a wide release this month. Like it's it's a fairly so. close release. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to mention that. Nice. Yeah, I don't know what kind of standing ovation that movie got. Oh, who knows? <laughs> I think everybody was too busy wiping the spit from their you know yes faces to mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's right. I was gonna. I was gonna suggest we uh, title this segment "Spit Takes." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. If nobody else has done that, I'm sure they have. Sure, sure. Very useful to say it at the end of the segment. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, that's fine. You just gave me a title for the episode, so that that works. Oh, okay. Um, cool. 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 It's not going to yeah. be Taylor Swift. Uh, no, because last week I did a Taylor Swift thing. Oh, what was the title last week? You know, I don't look at these. Uh, it was um, oh shit. It was Swifty something. Oh, okay. Oh, it was a Swifty numerology. That's what I titled it. Oh, catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you have a Game of Thrones update? I didn't realize we were going weekly with this. Well, bi-weekly, because um, it's episode three has aired now. Um, okay. I talked about the premiere. I just oh, wanted to okay. do a check-in. I thought maybe you'd pick up the show at this point, but I guess not. Um, I, I set it to download... So there's that. That's progress. Yeah. No, I just that's, wanted to. That's where, that's where I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to check in. I wanted to say that I'm still enjoying it very much. Mm. The third episode was actually, I think, the strongest yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I heard that about the second one. Yeah, it, it's, it has gotten better each week. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the big thing about episode three um, is that it injected some much needed humor into the series. Um, okay. For as compelling and engaging as the first two episodes are, they were lacking much in the humor department. Um, but the third did have uh, some legitimately funny moments, um, some levity, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was looking at the AV Club's recaps, which haven't been super positive, mm-hmm. but the latest one opened with saying, like, um, this show is for fans who wanted Game of Thrones to have 80% more slow-moving palace intrigue, mm-hmm. and I think okay. that reviewer meant it as, a, like, a negative thing, but I'm like, yes, that is what I'm here for, yeah. and that is what the show is delivering. Um, so I see that as a plus. Yeah. And what's interesting is that it is a fairly slow burn in terms of the palace maneuverings. But the show itself is moving very quickly along the timeline. So the first episode, so the, the in between episodes one and two, there's a six month time jump. In between episodes mm, two mm. and three, there's a three year time jump. Okay. And so it's a very fast moving show in that regard, but it's also like pretty seamless mm. in these time jumps. Like it makes sense why they're doing it and it's, it's pretty effective. Um, 
does it run into the problem that a lot of shows with a time jump where like you introduce a character and then you need to jump to like whenever they're like say child to adult and then like you have to figure out who's who again suddenly no okay because everybody I, str- I struggle with that yeah all, all the main players are either well into adulthood or they were at the start like in their middle teens and so now they're in their late teens and it's really there's okay. not much of a difference there um although uh, the king, uh, one of the main characters there, I have to applaud the, like, I guess the makeup or the costuming because there is subtle aging um, when it comes to the king that is very noticeable if you look for it, but subtle mm. enough where it's not like distracting. And there's also, there's stuff going on with the king health wise that is introduced almost immediately. And so like you as the viewer are aware of it, that his like health is decaying in various ways. And then it becomes like a background thing, but the show still like manages to make you aware of it with his appearance, um, which I think is really, really good. Um, okay. It's almost like they're doing like a reverse Ned Stark thing. Cause like Ned Stark in, in Where season- he starts dead and comes back to life. Well, okay, maybe not that, that's not what I mean by reverse, but like <laughs> maybe they're subverting it where it's like with Ned Stark, he's like sort of propped up as the main character right and Mm -hmm. so when his death does arrive it's a shock to the viewer whereas in this case the king here has a ticking clock from the outset and you are made aware of that and I'd be very surprised if he makes it out of the season alive and that is very much the intention of the show Um, so I don't know I kind of like that Um, Mm -hmm. just like a really good there's just like really good dynamics between a lot of the King's Landing characters like a lot of the nobility and the, the council and everything that's going on. Like the third episode, it's bookended by some spectacle, uh, like some dragons and battles and stuff. Mm. But the bulk of the episode is this hunting trip. And there's a father-daughter like lack of communication slash feud slash resentment. And it really dives heavy into that. And I was so like engaged and into it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of negative things to say so far about the show. It's really good. I think you would potentially really like it as someone who was into the early stages of Game of Thrones and has read all of the the, the George R. R. Martin stuff. I think you mm-hmm. would find well, some... Well, I, I, I've read the main novels. I have not read... Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I know this is like based on that thing he came out with a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's better off that if you don't haven't read that because then you there's still like yeah. the elements of like what's going to happen to these characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I think there's a lot to like here. Um, I hope it continues. I'm a little bit concerned about the one of the main directors leaving the show. But as far as far as I understand, yeah. that's just because he signed a deal with HBO and he wants to make his own stuff. I don't think that's anything. Well, well, we've heard how that has gone before. <laughs> we've, heard, we've heard this story before. I sometimes forget that that Confederate thing ever yeah. was greenlit. And that it's still amazing that, that that ever was even a possibility. God. Wow. Um, but yeah, no. So my, there's there's a weird timeline where they made that instead of Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, you mean just HBO? Like they green, yeah. they greenlit that instead of doing something mm-hmm. with Damon Lindelof? Yeah. Yeah. That is dark. <laughs> that is a dark time. If you thought this timeline couldn't get any darker, that is uh, uh-huh. that's one area. Um, but yeah, no, I'm still really liking it. Um, like they definitely do use the titular dragons, and there is some some fighting going on. And I don't know. The, there's a really cool villain that's introduced early on. Um, that villain is no longer, <laughs> no longer um, part of the show. 
Uh, so they oh, sort of, okay. they sort yeah. of, um, they moved very quickly through something that I don't know if it's to the benefit of, like the, the villain didn't have anything going for them, like other than like looking really cool aesthetically. Like there was no development, like they just existed in order for there to be a conflict. So the Night King. In a way, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> You could, yeah, you, you could describe the Night King. This was like a mini Night King situation. Um, although this dude was like a crab feeder who would like torture people on this beach, like kidnap and torture people by feeding them to crabs. It was really sadistic and visually mm. very, very cool looking. Um, but that's all been wrapped up, at least as far as I understand. But uh, so like, yeah, that was like one of the concerns going into the series was how much would they lean on spectacle, right? Mm -hmm. And they're definitely incorporating it, but it seems like their interest in, is more so in the uh, like the, the character surrounding the throne and all the intrigue that's going on there, which I'm definitely into. So I hope that keeps up. Nice. Yeah. Um, so there's another show you're watching. Oh, yeah. I'm watching Hacks, mm. which is phenomenal. I think maybe by the time this podcast goes up, it might have won some Emmys, too. I know it's it's uh, it's up for a lot of them. But this is the HBO Max show uh, with um, Gene Smart. Mm, OK, have you have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Yeah, there's been two seasons already. Um, I'm oh. a little, I, yeah, I was a little bit late to this one. But basically, Gene Smart is a comedian. She's had a very long career. She has a Vegas residency that is potentially going to be taken away from her or at least like like her dates are being slashed. Um, and so she is sort of like struggling to maintain her like status. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, like her agent is at a point where he's like not sure what to do to like help the situation. Mm. So he also is managing this other comedy writer. She's much younger. She's like in her 30s. And this comedy writer has been sort of like ostracized by making a, a joke that's in poor taste. And so she's like on the outs on like a bunch of projects. So basically her man, the, the manager of both these um, people has the idea to like group them together and have this young writer work with the Gene Smart character. Mm. And so like they're both strong personalities who are like clashing and also like trying to rebound from like some career obstacles. Um, it's it's very good. I, I don't really know if I can do the, the show justice by talking about it here, but it's it's very, very good. I'd recommend it. Nice. It's, it's funny. It's smart. Um, the characters are great. Um, I, I would say like if you're going to check it out, watch until the end of episode three. And if, okay. the, if the end of episode three does not completely hook you, then the show might not be for you. But I found the end of that episode very, very very um, powerful and moving and great. Um, and yeah, I'm just loving the show. I think it's it's terrific. This cool. isn't this isn't news because it's been widely like yeah, adored yeah. and everything. But this is I'm just coming to it now. So yeah, I hadn't heard of it, so it's new to me. Yeah. Um, and then I had a recommendation here, mm -hmm. um, but uh, you could you were too excited. <laughs> and yeah. So I had to I had to divulge it early. Uh, so um, I was gonna uh, mention uh, that Shutter since we've talked about Shutter. Uh, a, a few weeks in a row, I think, um, that Shutter now has uh, Perfect Blue uh, available. Um, and so did you end up watching it? You know, I gave it my best try. Um, really? Yeah, I, I didn't make it all the way. It wasn't, I don't think it was for me. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. surprising. So like, so all right, so this is an anime film from the 90s, right? Yes. 
I mean, I don't want to get in the way of like your recommendation here because I feel like I just bring it. I'd bring it down. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, I can appreciate the craft here is is uh-huh. terrific, right? Like the way this movie's constructed, the way that the scenes kind of transition and, and there's like the perspectives, they kind of like keep you on your toes and like that, all that is, is great. I can appreciate that. I just feel like the, I feel like it was missing substance for lack of a better, lack of a better word. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that just wasn't really connecting with me. Um, I don't know. Mm. Um, See, I'm curious I've, how far you got. Well, halfway. I watched about half. It's not a very long movie either. No. Mm. Yeah. I thought this would have been one for you. On the on paper, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, a Satoshi Khan movie. Um, I want to watch Paprika. Has, yeah. Yeah, Paprika's good. Um, he has also he also made uh, the series Paranoia Agent, um, which is a very uh, surreal a uh, series about a um, strange events occurring uh, to uh, a multitude of different people. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's hard to, exp- uh, how do I describe it? Um, people are, keep getting attacked by a, a strange phenomenon. Uh, this kid on roller skates with a dented baseball bat known as Little Slugger. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, that like just goes around whacking people. Um, with the baseball bat. Um, but like, it's also like very introspective between each one of these characters and their stories sort of intermingle in, um, ways. Sometimes it's like, um, like symbolically, like you'll, you'll see a, uh, a symbol from one person's story, like transition into somebody else's and, um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and so like there, there are like previews that'll transition into another episode that will like keep the flow going between each of these individual like almost vignettes yeah the the flow with this movie uh was really something Mm -hmm. because like the way because you know there's an actor the main character is is an actor and so you're presented with a scene that sometimes you don't even realize is like part of the character acting you might think it's the character herself right like walking down the street but then like it cuts away and you realize they're on set like stuff like that was really cool the way that they like transitioned and just like kept this like i don't know it's like misdirection but it's like really smart misdirection Mm -hmm. you know yeah um so like but you got to like the the i don't want to divulge too much even though it's like a classic you know movie from the 90s but like um, you got to like the main conflict, right? I mean, the main conflict's kind of there from the start, isn't it? I guess it's been a while since I've seen it, but like, yeah, I guess so. Wait, I thought you just watched this. Huh? No, I, I saw this a long time ago. Uh, oh, it's just because it's on Shutter now is why you're... Yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah, since it's more widely available. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, no, I'm assuming the conflict is about the creepy dude that's following her around. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's well, like yeah, her. Yes and yeah, yes and no. Like her slow, like fall descent into like uh, I don't know potential insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, you should have finished that. Uh, I, I will. I will. I'll go back and finish <laughs> it. I just uh, I don't know. Yeah. See, I did end up derailing this. I should have just like lied and said I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I think it, last night wasn't the also wasn't like the mindset that I needed. Sure, yeah, yeah, you should have. Yeah, you're too excited. Well, you put Shutter in the show notes. I'm like, ooh, what could that be? Yeah. Also, pretty soon we're gonna need like a sponsorship from them because every week. I know, really. Talking about Shutter. Yeah. No, I'll go um, in and finish it. There's like a half hour left. Like it's really right. ridiculous that I didn't. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was put um, off by certain certain scenes. It's like one of those cases where like a a, a movie is doing a comedy 
commentary on like something that happens in other movies. Uh huh. Right. And it's like, look at how gratuitous and like bad this is. But then by, by making that commentary, the movie just ends up doing that thing too. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so are you any better? Like, I don't, I don't know. There were definitely yeah. some scenes in this where I'm like, uh, like I get yeah. what you're doing, but also. Yeah. I mean, it's also like an adult oriented anime from the 90s right yeah the context matters so much here um yeah especially because like so much of it is about like ooh, what is the internet and what are these mm-hmm. fan websites and message yeah. boards and creepy things <laughs> on the internet um yeah http huh mm-hmm. so i'm sorry um, i will i will finish it this weekend yeah speaking of movies on the internet though um i don't know if you've been in contact with uh with movie pass but um I ignored their email. <laughs> but I, yeah, uh, I ha- I've been in contact with MoviePass. Um, so they're trying to uh, resurrect once again. Mm-hmm. Um, in the strangest way, would you believe it? Um, they said that they're coming back and that they're going to have a waiting list. And you could join the waiting list at a specific time. And that's kind of it. Um, and so I saw, I guess it was the day of a bunch of people freaking out that they had to join the waiting list because I guess they're assuming it's going to work exactly like it is last time, which it fucking can't. No, it's unsustainable. No, We've been through there's this. There's no way. <laughs> we, we did the whole thing. We can't go back. I loved it's it while just, it lasted, but, uh, there's, yeah, there's just no way, but they also aren't saying how any of the monetization is going to work whatsoever. The only thing that they've said is that there will be a card and that instead of it being red, it is now black. And that is it. I feel like that's probably the least important piece of information uh-huh. that they could and possibly give out. Yeah. So apparently it was pretty difficult to sign up. Um, I got another email from them, I guess, at the right time saying that the wait list was open. And so then I was like, ah, fuck it. Oh, really? Uh, really? Wow. I mean, I just had to give him my email again. I'm I, not like, giving them a it. damn thing. I just had to give him my email again. I, I'm just curious how the monetization is going to work. Sure, sure. So I gave him my email again. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, fine. I'll join your waiting list. Yeah. Um, then I got another email from them uh, saying that um, it's it, they're going to start doing something in the fall in certain test regions and i think it's like chicago um and two other cities i can't remember which cities i mean it's not new york and la right i don't think so because those are the two those are like the meccas right i don't think so it's chicago and two other cities um and still nothing about monetization what you're paying how often you're paying how many tickets you're getting how tickets are being purchased was there an info about the the verification thing where you'd have to like i don't know is it like take a photo of yourself at the theater or something? I forget what these. I saw something about that for the for like this new version. For the new version, yeah. No, they have not. Well, not to my knowledge, I have not seen anything about like if they're talking about verification, they have not talking about like they don't have said anything about the price. Right? How can they talk about verification if you don't know how much you're fucking paying for it? Maybe what I saw was speculation. Um, I think they talked about like price tiers, didn't they? Not like in any not- specific way, but that there would be like different pricing tiers and like different movies would have different um, like, I don't know. I th- I, th- I think it's good. They're going to do something similar to like the surge pricing that we saw tw- in the, the latter days of the original movie pass where like depending on the theater the movie you were seeing the the time of day time of week 
Uh, there would be you like different. You can't see Spider Man. Yeah, ex- essentially, you might. They might as well have just come out and said you cannot see that Marvel movie that you want to see. Instead, you're going to watch, um, you know, Murder on the yeah, Agatha Christie train. Whatever movie we've decided to purchase a stake in. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, their messaging is, of course, as bad as it ever was because they're not saying that in any of the emails to people that are on their wait list about how anything works. So, um, yeah, who knows? But I'm, I'm, I'm on assuming the it's different people know. in charge this time around, too. It's apparently the 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 new CEO is apparently one of the original founders that left before the getting was good. Oh, back when it was because a were, very niche and actually like potentially profitable service. Yeah, um, because then they were purchased by a uh, that that weird data firm or whatever. Yeah. And then it all blew up. Right. Yeah, because I think people forget that MoviePass existed for, for I think, years before they decided to do the whole like unlimited free, free movie thing. Yeah. So it's a it's again we're it's a wait and see you know this wait list thing and I guess they're gonna try some shit out so I guess we'll find out soon but I don't know yeah I just my interest in in going to the theater is has diminished I I literally only joined the wait list to see what kind of monetization scheme they cooked up sure and I don't know yet yeah so but yeah if I just had to give them the email that they already contacted me with yeah fine whatever. yeah um I just think it's so funny <laughs> yeah. that the card is is black now it's a different color. Yeah, that's the only information I know, that there is a card and it's not red, it's black. Okay. You will be able to go to movie theaters and watch movies with this subscription. They might as well have come out and said. Yeah, but like, we didn't even know that. They could have pivoted (laughs) to a streaming service. It's true. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Um, We're coming up on two hours. Yeah, that dreaded uh, time. Yeah, but I did want to talk about some terrible financial decisions oh sure yeah i was curious about this just just terrible terrible things that i've done to my wallet just just i turn to my wallet and it tries to run away from me just just i'm just beating it um okay so uh i bought a macbook damn yeah wait why uh Wait, that's why would you you have like a beefed up PC, right? And a laptop. Yeah. yeah. And like a recently purchased, fairly recently purchased laptop, too. Yeah. So I have several reasons for doing this. I remember you're talking about like uh, as far as like editing, right? The software. Uh, Yes. So I have a client that um, uses Apple's pages, their uh, their word processor. and I can use the cloud version of that to work on their documents. The cloud version sucks so bad. It is so bad to try to get notes and try to mark up the documents themselves. It is so horrifically bad. Um, yeah, so that's that's reason number one. Um, reason number two, uh, I, I want to use Vellum, which is a uh, ebook creation program that is exclusive to the Mac uh, for pumping out some ebooks that I need to get out. Uh, so that's number two. Number three um, is, uh, you know how I talked about um, like putting uh, episodes on the show on like a live feed? Yeah. Uh, so I need a free computer in order to do that. Oh, okay. Um, and because I can't be ha- like, I, my desktop isn't free enough to have that happen. Um, and I looked into options for that. I thought maybe my server can do that. My server can't run OBS. I thought about stealing um, the Raspberry Pi I gave to my brother and he hasn't done anything with. Um, 
OBS can't really run on Raspberry Pi without doing all kinds of shit. So that's not really an option. Um, so I'm going to convert, well, not really convert. I'm just going to use my um, Windows laptop as the OBS machine since it's got the video card and it has active cooling and I could just have it do that. Okay. Um, so uh, what else? These are all productivity related. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Then that's really what it is. And so since, so I got a, I got a MacBook Air. And so, so now this will be my new laptop laptop. Gotcha. Um, and also I was able to, so here's something Apple doesn't tell you. Um, you can just get education discounts. You just, you just say that you're, you're a teacher or a student. Really? They don't require like an EDU address or they anything? They don't require, they don't require any kind of verification. Wow. You just go to the education store and buy shit. You, you just get the education discount. It's not enormous. Right. Yeah. They're not like big discounts. Oh, didn't I see that the state enacted like some sort of temporary uh, tax lift on certain things, too? And computers are one of them. Uh, th- this was tax. I don't know. Oh, uh, OK. Was tax. I saw, I I saw somewhere that like, I guess for like back to school or whatever they. Oh, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a rebate at the end of the year. I don't know. Could be. Um, don't quote me on that, even though I'm saying it on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can just you can just you can just say that you're going to school or that you're a teacher. Sure. And you can just get the education discounts. So that's what I did because like there there are deals there are deals to be had. So you can do that, or you can go to their refurbished store, like the official Apple refurbished store, and get like last year's model for a lot cheaper. Nice. Um. So I was gonna potentially get last year's Air. Um. But that one doesn't have MagSafe, and I can't believe that not all of their computers have MagSafe. Like that's insane to me. Um. Like that's like my my old MacBook from 2006 had MagSafe. What is, like, I don't know would, what that is. That's their charger. Their charger was always like it was magnetic. Like yeah. it would just go in. And so then like if you accidentally like walked into the cord, it would just the cord would just fall out instead of taking the whole computer with it. Oh, and it's called MagSafe. Yeah, it's great. And they got rid of it for a while, apparently, and they just now brought it back. Um, I don't know why they ever got rid of it. It's fucking fantastic. Um, my, um, it seemed, my iPad doesn't have that. No, it's only the, it's only the, um. Oh yeah. Cause you don't laptops. use your iPad plugged in. So I, I guess, I don't know. Um, yeah, it seems like I skipped like the worst era of MacBooks. Cause these are the new ones with like the, the, the Apple chips, mm-hmm. like the ones that they make. Um, and they're pretty powerful. Um, and like, I like the operating system itself. I just, I don't like iOS, but I like Mac OS. Um, so yeah. Oh, the other thing is that, um, Mac is just better at rendering text than Windows is. Um, so like for uh, book production work, I'm going to do like a lot of like pre-flight checking on the Mac and like just checking of the way text looks and text reads and everything mm-hmm. on the Mac. Um, shit like that. Um, so there's just like a bunch of little things. Oh, and um, also uh, working with iBooks is just... Otherwise, you got to use the fucking browser for that shit. Ah, yeah. Uh, instead of the ded- dedicated app. Um, same with their podcasts. Their podcast portal on the web sucks so hard. It's so bad. Um, so there's that. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I did. That's cool. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it helps in all those ways. That makes sense. Yeah. And also, I can review it because it's new. It's a new model. It came out like in July. So it's not like, you know. Review it as in like a write up or on the podcast or both. Both. I could do both, cool. but I'll do a written review. Um, and uh, then I could write off a portion of it, hopefully, on my taxes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hopefully. Acting like uh, Bezos over here. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Um, 
The oh, you know what I learned is, on TikTok? Oh, God. You yeah, shouldn't what? ever donate to charities through, like, a store. Like, you know oh, how yeah, they'll no. ask you? Because, like, the money, like, you should always donate directly because they're just using that, those donations as tax write-offs. No, 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 no. So, whenever you, like, give a dollar at the uh, cash register, yeah, you're reimbursing the store for money that they already gave. Oh, is that? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. It, no, it's even worse. Damn. And also, they also are writing it off. Yeah, I just knew about the tax part. That's even worse. Yeah, no. You're you're just giving money to the store for free. Yikes. It's, mo- it, it's money they already gave. You're giving, you're giving uh, you know, Target that dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually a scam. Yeah. But you feel bad when the cashier asks you and then you, yeah. you say no because then yeah. you, you feel well, selfish. You just, have to remember, you just have to remember that the cashier doesn't want to say it either. Right. Oh, yeah. Told, they're being told to. They of have to course. say the script. Of course. Yeah. I've I've, um, and, I've and, been there. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and they don't they don't know unless they see it online or on TikTok, I guess, that, you know, that's what's happening. They're not told that, you know, that's that the reimbursement thing is what's going on. They're just told that they got to say that shit. Oh, man, if I had that job now, I would give a disclaimer to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. And then promptly get fired, but still. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the, so so I did this whole thing, um, and it I, I couldn't have timed it worse. Oh, no. Um, because I spent this money, um, and then I have two siblings that are birthdays are like back to back, which is, oh, fine, whatever. I got to get them gifts. Right. That's that's an, that's a yearly thing. You know, you, you know how birthdays work. <laughs> Typically, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I got I to gotta do that. I got to spend some money there. Uh, then I get a, a, an email from from Valve. Oh, no. <laughs> Valve is like, hey, what up? <laughs> you want a Steam Deck? Because yours is fucking ready, man. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking serious? I, I thought it was the end of the year. I thought, I thought, I'm like, is this real? I thought it was, I thought it was a scam at first. I was like, is this the real email for the, for the Steam Deck? And so then I go, like, I go to the desktop app, I go onto Steam, you know, and then I look at their news post updates. It's like, oh yeah, we have another, uh, update about, uh, Steam Deck fulfillment. Good news. We've increased production yet again. Yeah. So I saw people on Twitter were getting their uh, emails too. So we bumped up the timeline even further and I was like, are you fucking serious? So, um, there went $700. Wait, that's how much the Steam Deck is? With taxes. Well, because, all right. So here's the problem. So whenever you reserve the Steam Deck, you have to reserve a specific model. Oh, and you got the, like the most expensive one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like $600. What's so the, the cheapest version? Do you know? I just like, I think it's like 399. And what is the, what is that lacking? Um, that one only has flash storage, not an SSD. Okay. Um, and it doesn't have the anti-glare screen. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they all perform identically. I don't know why I'm asking this because I absolutely do not need to buy one of these. Sure. Yeah. It's, it looks very um, cool, though. Yeah. So I'll have a Steam Deck, uh, I don't know, probably in a week or two. I haven't gotten a shipping email yet. So another potential review? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, there's been so many Steam Deck reviews. That's true. So, yeah. Like, so that one I can't write off. I can't write off a Steam Deck. No. <laughs> I can't write off a Steam Deck. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been a it's it's been a painful week for the wallet. Sure. Uh yeah. I, I made some bad decisions. You also can't claim that the Steam Deck is helping in productivity, so unfor- no, unfortunately. No, I can't. I, I really can't. Um, yeah. I heard you can sideload uh, book editing software into the Steam Deck. <laughs> I mean, I could. I could. I just wouldn't. Oh, fuck. Um, 
So that's what I'm doing. Uh, if you want to, if you have a, if you have a manuscript that needs editing, reach out publishing at deadandroad.co. I got all the equipment. <laughs> I got it all. I got all the software you could ever need. Uh, any kind of any kind of word processing you use, I got you covered. Don't even fucking worry about it. <laughs> I got it. I got it all. That should be like your your tagline. Just don't yeah. even fucking worry about it. Don't even fucking worry about it. <sighs> um, let's end on something fun. Uh, oh, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for you. Yeah, I was not gonna for, say. Not, not for me. Um. So uh, I saw this on Twitter. Uh, for some reason, uh, the Colorado Rockies, their scoreboard, um, it's getting existential. Oh. Yeah. I, I did uh, not so they, see this. So they posted some game notes, I guess, before the game starts. Uh, so these are the game notes. Um, we often hear of the, quote, heat of the moment as a synonym for acting passionately or unthinkingly. But where are the other temperatures for moments? Nothing apparently remarkable about, quote, the chill of the moment. Nothing compelling surrounding the, quote, mild breeze of the moment is st- is in the still of the night, the unknowing antithesis song to the heat of the moment. Am I still typing? Wow. Um, yeah. So it, it, we're into September now uh, and the Rockies are far, far from playoff contention. So I guess they've checked out. Oh, OK, they've checked out uh, enough to, to the point where the guy running the uh <laughs> Running the text there, it has free reign, I guess. Uh-huh. And if you look at this photo here, uh-huh. it's, it's a it's a photo of the scoreboard. Um, and th- this might not be fair because this is probably, you know, pregame and uh, the crowd is not sizable. But uh, there's may I can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's maybe a dozen people uh, in no, the stands. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> So yeah, they're going through it. It sounds like I think Colorado's um, more of a hockey town now. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see if they post any further updates as the season winds down. The Pirates <laughs> should hire that person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that would fit the uh, the vibe of PNC Park. Mm-hmm. My my parents are uh, back in town. Uh, I should ask them to get me a uh, hodgepodge of nothingness shirt while they're there. There you go. Um, uh, I think By the way, O'Neill for- Cruz. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> no, it's all right. I was just gonna say O'Neill Cruz hit one into the Allegheny the other day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's gonna do it for us. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our program. Uh, terrible decisions all around. Sometimes we get into conspiracies. Uh, sometimes we talk about people spitting on each other. Um, you never know what you're gonna get. Might get some Taylor Swift. We get Taylor Swift. Uh, Dale, if you're out there, I hope you're not dangling from from the rafters. Let me tell you, buddy, it gets better. <laughs> uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dead Road, Facebook.com/slash/DeadRoadTV, where I finally started posting clips from the shows. I did it. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, you're gone. Thank God I got a backup. It's not like you're saying anything anyway. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Dinner Road, where you do a live show every month. We got to pick a date this month. We'll probably do that after the recording. Uh, YouTube search for Dinner Road TV, full episodes, full streams, archives, and email us just like Dale did, video at dinnerroad.co. And you can berate me for my poor financial planning. All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening. No.